Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the Luke and Pete show. It's a Thursday. It's actually my birthday, so happy birthday, me. Oh, stop it. Luke, do you know what I'm going to do for my birthday? Uh, eat some beef from the Japanese supermarket. And pour my delicious, aggressive lemon yuzu sauce all over it. It's going to be big, baby. I'm going to be so powered by citrus by the end of this uh, lockdown. You are not going to be able to see me for citrus. Joking aside, a very, very happy birthday. Many happy returns. Um, I hope under the circumstances you can still have an enjoyable day, mate. Um, (sighs) 39 years young. Can't believe it. Birthdays are just silly, aren't they? I don't know why people get so wound up about them. Did you ever think you'd get to 39, Pete? What did you think think, as a 16-year-old you'd have been doing when you're 39? Well, I was hoping I wouldn't have my head in a fucking box in my front room. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Speaking to a hairy boy. Yeah, I am here at the moment. Yeah. Although not bodily, yeah. unlike some of our not colleagues. Not bodily, no. One yeah. of our colleagues uh, has got his uh, got his wife to do uh, a haircut, and um, she's done a better haircut than he's ever had, he said. Based so, on the photos we've seen, though. Oh, well, the back could be an absolute... I don't know. We, just, we, haven't seen a, we haven't seen a comprehensive view of it, have we? Good point, good point, yeah. yeah. Good point. It's all about body. It's all about body. Well, I've yeah. not gone mad yet and shaved my head, but uh, maybe that's coming just around the corner. Uh, little birthday, little birthday treat, maybe. Little birthday treat. Whatever you do, the thing is, what I like about the, the lockdown is it does. It, there are excuses to do the midlife crisis stuff you wanted to do, just to get it out of the way. Uh, you know, like shave your head or grow a beard and stuff like that. Leather trousers. Try things out with your body. Leather trousers. It's too warm for leather trousers. That's a January thing. That's a lockdown in in in, in Wuhan province. That's you know that's cold. It's cold there. Then. Could I ever tell you so about do... the, the guy who used to share the same office building as me a number of years ago? Probably about ten years ago now. And uh, he didn't work for my company, right. but he worked in the same building. And I used to see him in the gym. I used to go on the treadmill quite a lot. So it's quite near my desk. It's quite easy to um, just to get involved. So, um, and I would see him in the changing rooms. And uh, he right. went from, I mean, to be fair to him, he did, he did amazing. He, he was like this, this married guy, father of two. He'd probably be about, probably be about 50 now. I reckon he's probably about the, the age we are kind of then. Right. And um, he broke up with his wife, like very sad, divorced and all the rest of it. And um, and he was quite an overweight dude. He was, he was yeah. you know, he was, he was quite rotund. And at the end, it started to go to the gym. And he, and he completely transformed his body. Like he got properly into it and he became quite ripped. And he looked good, to be mm. fair. And then, um, but I overheard him in the um, in the ch- ch- change rooms like quite a lot, talking to like 
guys who were younger than me, and I was only like late twenties at the time, talking about yeah. chicks and so literally saying the word <laughs> chicks. He had a motorbike right. in the car park with like one of those open faced helmets. And he wore right, like okay, yeah. quite weird clothes and he started to wear like a bandana and stuff. And I, and I thought to myself, look, you're having a lovely time. Surely you're not hurting anyone. But that is the clearest, um, most obvious example of a of an MLC I've ever seen. Well, and also just, you know, disposable income, not having to, 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 to manage a household maybe or just looking after yourself. It's a, you, your needs are a little cheaper. And I imagine he's probably not um, drinking much or eating much food. So he can put more diesel in that. Motorbike. And impress those chicks. And impress those chicks. That's the thing, though. It's like, because uh, motorbikes are quite American. I think you can get away with having really flashy motorbikes in America, but uh, you, you don't notice a midlife crisis in America quite so much because uh, all of the things that all of the things that we think of Americana, big muscle cars and big uh, motorbikes, that's just stuff that people can be into. Over here, if you buy yourself a Cadillac, a you can't get it down most B roads, and uh, and, and, and B or A, <laughs> it's, it's just seen as, seen as a bit sad. Yeah, it's a fair point. I don't. I don't mean to be mean to him. I mean, you know, we've all we've all we've all done embarrassing things over over the years, or or. But like I say, it's not hurting anyone. It's just, I just found it quite interesting since you brought it up. But Peter, hey, look. Uh, go sorry, gone. No, I was just going to say, um, I, I did I did a trail on Monday, a story I wanted to bring to your table today because I think it might. Right. I said at the time that you would like it, but I think you. What I secretly mean by that is it's going to get you angry. Well, you you know for a fact in my house I don't actually have a table, so uh, good luck oh, finding yeah. a place for it. You've got a computer it. table? It's more of a desk, isn't it? Have you got a coffee got a table? It, anyway. uh, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got a coffee table in your house? I've got, look, I've got coffee, all right? So fuck you. Okay. Um, so <laughs> there's a guy um, who has uh, decided to, this is not the story I want to talk about, but I just want to run this past you as well, because there's a guy who has decided to give himself a new tattoo on his own body every day of lockdown. Oh, um, wowzers. So he's taken it quite badly. Um, yeah. Uh, but the, the story I want... tattooed before? I think, he, I think he might be a tattoo artist, actually, to be fair to him. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's fine. But, and the one thing he has done is, is that he's done these tattoos on his body. Now, I can only assume that some of the tattoos he's done existed before the lockdown. He didn't tattoo them himself because... It's got a, yeah. a really well rendered blue whale on his stomach, but it's right. the right way up. But as you're looking at it, so he would have had to draw that and tattoo that on himself upside down. No, because um, you've had a tattoo. Was your tattoo? Did they use flash for it? Like, uh, did they? Did like because you draw it on that? Um, you draw it on something or, or print it onto something, and then it gets put onto that inky transfer kind of paper. Yeah. And then that yeah. gets, and oh, then that true, gets yeah. layered on your thing. So That's he could, true, yeah. so he could have drawn it the right way up. I mean, <laughs> then, I would say he's got. A, I mean, he's got a Joe Exotic tattoo. So I mean, that's how he's getting on. Has he? Oh, okay, right, okay. That's how he's getting on, the kids. Yeah. On the Monday show, I try. I um, I um, I basically trailered uh, a a story that I said I'd do today that I thought you'd be you'd find uh, you'd 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 love Pete. Um, I was being a bit mischievous there because I actually think you might well hate it. And to me, right. it's a classic example of someone just getting well, <laughs> like way too into it and possibly ruining it for, for, for many people, right? So, you know, every Thursday, people go out and clap frontline NHS staff to show a bit of appreciation. Yeah. And it's, and the first mm-hmm. time it ever happened, um, I completely forgot it was happening or I hadn't read about it or something. And I didn't know what mm. it was. And I heard it quite organically. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, that's, that's actually a really lovely thing. 
Um, and, it, and I found it quite touching. So yeah, as whatever happens with, with, and I don't know if this is a UK thing. I suspect it might not just be a UK thing, but it certainly is the case in the UK that once something is, and you've said this before, Pete, in a slightly different context, that once something good happens, it kind of almost instantly gets automatically ruined, right? So usually, example, about, usually like people who do parody songs, I always find. Yeah, people who, well, having people, said people that, people have access to instruments. You say that. Well, this is exactly right because in Nottingham, every Thursday they go out and do their clap, and um, all of a sudden, a DJ in Nottingham has decided to get his DJ gear. Obviously, that's not getting much use at the moment. His big speakers, mm. stick him on his balcony, and play at maximum volume. D reams things can only get better. Things can only get better. Right, okay. Yeah, I I I was half aware of it. Why that song though? Like it's I find Things are going to get, can only get better is inherently a slightly depressing song anyway, however poppy it might be, or it just reminds me of the Labour government of 1997. Yeah, well, listen, DJ, um, I think his name's Chris Hales. Yeah, DJ Chris Hales. I'll, I'll, I'll hand the quotes over to him, Pete, to answer your questions. Right, it's okay. just an absolute anthem, he said. Everybody <laughs> knows it, young and old. It lifts spirits. It's a feel-good song. Things can only get better as long as we stay at home and only go out for essential things. Dude, which, I think is, which I believe is the full title of the song, by the way. <laughs> wow. <I laughs> Would mean, that annoy yeah. you? Um, how long's the song? Four, four minutes? It, 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 it would just go on for too long for me, I think. Yeah, it's a minute, isn't it? It's like a, it's like a minute's applause, banging your pans and stuff. I agree. Like Four minutes is way too long. I can concede that the very first time you heard the opening bars, you would think, oh, that's quite good. And then, <laughs> I, do I want to hear that every Thursday at 8 o'clock exactly? Just imagine it. If this carries on for three months, imagine it. Every Thursday where you live at eight <laughs> o'clock, you're going to start hearing, you can walk my path. It would be like... Oh, it would start like that, isn't it? Yeah. It would induce psychosis. You'd, you'd, you'd start to do that thing where, you know, the idea of, this, of the Sunday blues where, you know, you've got to get up early the next day. It would mm. be like that. I, I just don't think he's thinking it through. It was like uh, going to New Orleans uh, at any point in the last five years uh, where every single band and every single bar on Bourbon Street was doing a, 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 a admittedly excellent rendition of uh, the Bruno Mars track, um, uh, uh, Uptown Funk, uh, Endless oh, Uptown yeah, Funk. You, you could not go anywhere. And then I guess that probably would have been replaced by Despacito. You know, because I've got a guy who um, walks on Soho with a massive uh, boombox and he plays out My Heart Will Go On by yeah. uh, Celine Dion, etc. Um, and he does that every night. I'm obviously not now because the people aren't in uh, outside pubs drinking so he, they can't tip him. Um, so, yeah, I'm broadly uh, against people who will take it upon themselves to abuse people's ears with music that they like. It, to me, it's like the lockdown equivalent of taking your acoustic guitar to a barbecue. Yeah. Has anyone actually done that? Barbecues are for eating and uh, socialising. All right, I, I think taking you to a camp, camp. Yeah, I would, yeah, house party, house party. Because I've got, party, I've got yeah. I know someone, and I'm not going to name them, but I know someone who tried to sell their iPod, right? And rather, they tried to sell it on eBay, 
And what would you do if you're trying to sell an iPod on eBay, right? You would completely wipe it, restore it to factory settings, and yeah. put it on, on eBay, right? He not only kept all his music on it and listed the music on the listing, but he also tried to charge the prospective buyer more by saying, well, it's got loads of amazing music on it. So you probably right. want to you probably want to buy that <laughs> one more. Get, you want to pay more for it. Probably want to get involved. <laughs> and we and we said to him, "Well, do you not think that the person buying it would have their own music taste?" Yeah, but this is quality. You know, yeah, that's... I mean, you are getting those songs for free. That is that is good value. But I don't know how you'd get them. I don't know how they would survive the wiping that you would need to do to get your songs on it. If you know, and what I also mean. just don't. I just also don't think that if you're going to purchase something that's specifically for storing music to the tune of perhaps. A hundred pounds or whatever, you necessarily want to have to have it dictated to you what music you can have on it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, what if you're really into scooter? Everyone likes scooter. So <laughs> everyone likes D Ream, mate. So <laughs> that is an absolute anthem. And the other story that caught my eye, um, Pete, this week um, on your birthday episode was uh, to celebrate your birthday. I noticed that we can add um, Mount Everest to the list of places that can get a better Wi-Fi broadband connection than you. Oh, right. Um, okay. Have they installed some kind of Wi-Fi uh, connection? Uh, get your Tim Four hat on because a Chinese communications right. company has installed, installed a mast on the mountain, meaning right. you can send selfies from directly on the summit of, uh, of Mount Everest. Now, is it for selfies or just genuine uh, rescue requ- requests? Sure. I know people have systems that that allow them to uh, get rescued on the side of mountains but i mean presumably it's not just for instagram and stuff like that expressly but the, the, i don't i don't know and i suspect you're probably true you're probably correct on that but one thing i do know having read this article is that one of the photos attached to it was um very indicative of the sheer number of people who climb or attempt to climb Everest. I had no idea. I knew it got more popular and people were trying to do it and people were dying mm. and there was a problem with the um, with littering and stuff like that. But this photo attached to this article I, I read, there was literally, if you can imagine, a snake of people, a proper full-on queue, shoulder to shoulder, yeah. probably across about 100-odd people, all waiting to get up to the top. Because everyone's really fit now. Everyone like That's not how you imagine it, though, is it? Think- <laughs> No. Well, if you ever sort of see Mount Fuji, you sort of think of, uh, you know, it's one of the things to do in Japan. It's probably one of the easier uh, mountains to climb. Uh, you climb during the day, stay over, and then you, 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 um, you know, experience an amazing sunrise the next day. And um, you're in a situation where you are just walking like bum to bum with old ladies with their sticks. And, and you know, they're making short work because it's not a hard climb. But, um, yeah, it's it's during on during on-peak season, it's actually – a bit shit <laughs> yeah I, can't, I found that i had that experience with um i mean it's a difficult situation isn't it because you obviously in that situation you were there as well so i mean you're part of it and and it's the yeah. same when i went to the isle of sky my wife and i go to the isle of sky quite a lot as you know and the most recent time we went there um it was it was very weird as far as we we got we got engaged upon um the the, the old man of store which is just it's not really a very high mountain or anything it's just like a nice peak to climb up and it's very picturesque and when i proposed to mimi there was no one there like no one there and then mm. a year or two ago when we went there for the most recent time pretty busy to the point of where there were quite a lot of chinese tourists trying to climb it in like heels and nice clothes 
<laughs> it was quite weird how many people there. And I saw an article actually subsequently saying that um, whoever's in charge of all that stuff on the other sky um, is actually quite worried at the sheer volume of people going there now. Yeah. So it's look, you cannot halt international tourism except during the pandemic. Pandemic, so, yeah. Exactly. They'll be gagging for them. They'll be gagging them for them next year. I tell you yeah. what. So maybe the maybe the big the licks now. Nature will have time to heal, Pete. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did like. Just... I did like that. That that um that trope online. Did you see the one with the crabs in the airport? The crabs. What they've taken. The crabs have uh, kind of taken. <laughs> so on basically, airport. so basically, there's this trope on the internet for those who haven't seen it, where they'll someone will post a picture of a load of wild pigs in some Spanish city, and it will say, yeah. "Oh, pigs are returned to this area. Nature is healing." And it, and, it, and there's loads yeah. of different examples. And then someone there was some kind of uh, transport of. Uh, crabs to as in like sea crabs or whatever they are I don't know what they look like crustaceans um, through some airport for commercial purposes and the box broke or something like that obviously they must have to carry livestock somehow and the crabs were just all over the the luggage belt of the airport and then someone put someone put crabs are returning to the airports nature is healing (laughs) (laughs) the idea of them having that many that that amount of crabs in one bag though I just why have you got so many crabs yeah, when I, I, I've spoken about it before that um, that program about an Australian uh, airport's uh, security section where just people are just returning from Iran with like just bags and bags of spices, just like yeah. they have spices. Everyone's got spices. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking of crabs, though, they're kind of underrated when it comes to good um, quality internet content for animals. Because <laughs> you can put a yeah. cigarette in a crab's claw, you can put a little knife in there. Um, you can just pick one up and throw one at a wall, film it. <laughs> tennis racket, I was going to say. Yeah, whack it over a wall. That's outrageous <laughs> by you. Can nip, nip, your, nip your toe uh, yeah, exactly. at the beach. Yeah. Should we have a little break and uh, come back, Pete, and after which we can do some some of, some birthday emails. I mean, I'll say birthday emails. I just oh, say those emails as normal, but it's your birthday. All right, then. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we are back with the uh, Luca Pitch Show, and it's time for some emails. Luke, would you like to kick us off? Because I know you are chomping at my bit. Why, why not? I think the phrase is champing at the bit, not chomping, and I think it people are going to confuse. It is champing in it, yeah. I yeah. sometimes get uh, hunkering and bunkering uh, mixed up when hunkering uh, down. That's easily done. Bunk, uh, uh, yeah, bunkering, hunkering. Is it, would it be, I think it's bunking down and hunkering down, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one. That's yeah. the one. Doesn't matter. It's easily done. Um mm. Alex, Alex has been in touch saying, uh, hi, Luke and Pete, long time listener, first time emailer. I wanted to get in touch to tell you a story that doesn't belong to a particular thread, but it's the tale of how I managed to get 700 people evacuated from my uni halls. My best male friend from university is gay and was given a rather salacious fireman's costume from Anne Summers for his birthday by his then boyfriend. This costume consisted of a yellow Fireman Sam style hat and a bright red thong. He wasn't particularly into dress. Do you like that? I mean, is that it? I mean, it's not much of a costume, you know, you... is it? Probably costs about 50 quid. It's not going to protect you from a backdraft. No, definitely not. Um, apparently, he wasn't particularly into dressing up, but our group and the boyfriend had a good laugh about it anyway. Um, fast forward a few weeks, and a group of us are relaxing in my study room one Saturday afternoon, enjoying the pale Manchester summer sun streaming through our windows. Outside was so tempting that we decided to go out and enjoy it in our courtyard and kick a ball around. After 10 minutes or so, I dart back inside to get a glass of water and open my bedroom door to find a roughly one metre square patch of carpet on fire. Ironic. The opening of the door must have caused more oxygen to hit the flames. Again, ironic, a backdraft, and they seemed to wow. double in size before my eyes. Thankfully, this caused the fire alarm to go off, and it jerked me back to reality, so I leapt forward to stamp the flames out. Goodbye, my favourite pair of Nike Air Maxes. I was able to get the fire out, but not before two campus guards came into my room to see me standing sheepishly next to a burnt-out patch of carpet. As the evacuating students filed past my open door, one of the guards bent down and picked up a singed red fireman's thong using a big <laughs> biro. <laughs> This was back in the day when people could smoke indoors, and the red fireman's thong must have been the perfect catalyst for a still-lit cigarette. No idea how the thong got in my room, but it did cost me 400 quid to get the carpet fixed. Keep up the good work, Alex. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I like the idea that it, it, he calls it a fireman's thong. At this point, it's just a thong. <laughs> yeah. that the, um, and I like the fact that the, 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 the security, I mean, what is it, like a campus security kind of guy, probably not that much formal training, probably, you know, picks up with a, a biro like it's uh, like he's like the firing investigative officer. <laughs> it's, you know, he like he's well a browbeaten detective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Looks like we've got the thong in question, sir. Fireman's thong, right? At no point have a couple of firemen jumped into a fire truck with the siren going and one of them goes to the other, oh, God, what's up? Oh, I forgot to put my thong on. It's never happened. Exactly. I mean, because to be honest, you want to be wearing um, trousers at the very least because sliding down a fireman's pole just wearing a thong, you're going to get burned. You're just going to get burned. And, and you're going to damage your testicles. And speaking of which, uh, you and Gruel 
uh, which is a great name. Uh, check my balls is the option, is the uh, is the subject. Hey, guys, a few months ago, you were encouraging guys to check their plums to spread awareness of testicular cancer. And coincidentally, a few weeks after that, I did develop a pain in one of mine. I rang the doctors that fearing the worst, and they were insistent. I had to have an emergency appointment as soon as possible. I went to the doctors that afternoon, and fortunately, it was nothing sinister. However, I was diagnosed with possibly my weirdest, weirdest injury to date. I experienced the pain, but mostly uh, just after exiting the shower, but also when I was getting out of the car, essentially moving from one microclimate to a colder one, one warm microclimate to a colder one. I had pulled my cremaster muscle. Huh. The cremaster muscle is the muscle responsible for lowering and raising the testicle during t- changes of temperature. And having pulled this, every time the old boys got a bit cold, the muscle would contract to raise the testicle, causing me some discomfort. Huh. Isn't that incredible? I, I, I've heard about this before, but I thought that was um, you could... Uh, somehow like turn your testicle in such a way, but it, it was due to uh, the cremaster muscle getting involved and sort of t- essentially tying off the bloodstream to your testicles or, yeah. or, or the, the tubes that are within. Um, I initially felt bad that I had been rushed to the front of the queue for what was essentially a pulled muscle but I was uh, quickly reassured by my doctor who said that it's important that anyone uh, with testicular, testicular pain uh, gets it checked out immediately. He would prefer to have 10 false alarms and emergency appointments than one case of cancer in a patient who had waited weeks for a general appointment. Moral of the story, don't be afraid to get even the smallest pain checked out. It could even turn out to be something humorous like mine, or it could save your life. Keep talking bollocks, Ewan. Girl, thank you very much for that one, mate. And I'm glad that your uh, ball muscle is back <laughs> intact. So I've heard of a twisted testicle, but I've never heard of that particular. I didn't know that was what it was called. No, weird. very, very weird. A friend very of mine weird. that I played football at university had a similar thing, and he said it was unbelievably painful. So do uh, do stay on top of that. Um, mm. Pete, um, I've got an email here from Fee and Dan, and I, it's just one for you, basically. I just thought it's your birthday. I'll treat you with this because mm. um, you might find it very, very exciting. So they say, hi, Luke and Pete. Second time emailers here. We've been using lockdown time to weed our entire garden and listening to you guys as we go. We decided to start right from the beginning as we ran out of current episodes pretty quickly. Anyway, we heard your Mencarta sections for the first time and wondered if you also used to have this CD-ROM when you were younger, Dorking Kindersley's The Way Things Work. It rings a bell. I may have had it in my possession or certainly it may have been at my school at the time. Well, Fee and Dan say, in their opinion, it's vastly superior to Encarta for so many reasons. You get woolly mammoths guiding you around some sections. There's a whole big section about moving parts. You might already have talked about this back in the day. It's not. I just wanted to throw it in there. So I, I haven't. I think I may have vaguely heard of it, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. Is it something you could get hold of and run the rule over? I don't think anyone, the only way I would be able to get a hold of it would be eBay. And even then, it would probably run on a Windows 3.1 device, or maybe it's Windows 95. Mm. It would be actually quite hard to run in the first place unless it was in DOS. And then also, you've you, maybe somebody put it up on a torrent. I mean, you could probably host the whole thing on a website these days. Yeah. Could you not get it? Could you not sort of manufacture something to do with some of your cables and get it onto your, onto your MacBook? I mean, to be fair, like my year spent at a zoo was meant to be creating a, a CD-ROM uh, using old Macromedia Director, but uh, I, I obviously failed in doing that. Um, so I'm, <laughs> How I'm did you fail? A little bit wary, just laziness, and just I just feel like uh, CD-ROMs give me the chills a little bit, and they, you know, I I I, I don't like thinking about them. I don't like thinking about mind maze in Encarta. No. 
95 it's it, it makes me it makes me it reminds me that i didn't do a job that i was paid well to be honest a very small amount of money to do uh for a year in the education department of uh, twycross zoo uh, and so twycross zoo hired you my... for a year and mm. said make yeah. us a, an educational cd-rom about the zoo yeah uh-huh. and so yeah, what, what, but... what what did you envisage that would have taken what would what would you envisage that job to have entailed it would have taken two months, really, really hard graft. Um, I would like to point out that while everybody else in my uh, class got um, a reasonable amount of money, uh, minimum wage at least, to uh, do the job that they were doing, uh, I spent a year at the zoo getting paid £50 a week. Now, that was um, that was £50 a week, and I had to make my own way to Twycross from uh, Leicester, which was incredibly expensive. How far away day. was that? I mean, it's in Warwickshire, so it's like Leicestershire to Warwickshire, and you got, you know, see, I'd have to get a train to Nuneaton every day, and then so I managed to sort of talk my way down to three days a week in the play. It, it was prohibitively expensive. It was costing me <laughs> way more money than it was, you know, the, 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 yeah. than it was. But it was an educational establishment. Um, zoos generally don't pay very well. It's a vocational uh, thing, and, and and the people who own zoos generally. Um, make a bit of cash out of, out of the whole endeavor to be quite frank right but you say so you was it would have been you were supposed to basically put together an encyclopedia how far down the line did you get with it um i filmed a lot of chimpanzees lot of monkeys, <laughs> so you're I gonna spent, say that i just spent yeah i just spent just spent a lot of time with a digital camera filming and filming and filming because i just got to watch you know the the uh the, the the chimps and the bonobos do what they do best which is fuck about and chuck shit at each other um Nice. Well, listen, that's the end of the show today, I think. That's the end of your birthday episode, yeah. Peter. But we, we oh. end by metaphorically throwing shit at each other. Um, mm. And we'll be back on Monday, I suppose. What are you going to do for the rest of your special day? My special day? It'll probably involve yuzu uh, aggressive lemon sauce. I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's uh, having birthdays and lock- under lockdown. I know a lot of you guys have uh, experienced that as well uh, recently. Maybe uh, sort of Zoom call with your parents? Yeah, they, I mean, they barely call me on my birthday at the best of times, to be fair. So I don't, you know, I doubt I'm, uh, I doubt they'll be in, into all of that. But uh, yeah, it's probably going to be a very ordinary day. But uh, hopefully, hopefully I'll get through it. Hopefully I'll get through to 39 proper. 39, that's a number, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, I th- hopefully your dad will get you a big sort of industrial sized box of crisps. <laughs> they're probably still pawing through those as we speak <laughs> alright listen that's about much uh, all we've got time for on Luca Pete show for this Thursday thank you very much for joining us join me as well in wishing Mr Pete Donaldson a very happy birthday we'll be back on Monday we'd love to hear from you hello at lukeandpeteshow.com we've got lots of emails to pour through but we always want more so do indulge us on that front too say goodbye Pete Donaldson the birthday boy goodbye Pete Donaldson the birthday boy remind me to talk about a floating hotel next week because I won't Okay, yeah, floating hotel on Monday. It has been promised, and we'll do our best to deliver. It's goodbye from me as well. See you next time. This was a Stakhanov production. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 